KUOW's The Record. I'm Bill Radke. Thanks for tuning in. Last week, President Trump made a big decision on climate change. He pulled out of the Paris Climate Accord. What about the more personal decisions we make around a changing climate? Like whether or not to bring children into this world. That's what KUOW's Ashley Ahern looked into in our new podcast, Terrestrial. The podcast explores the choices we make in a world we have changed. Welcome, Ashley. Thanks, Bill. The latest episode of Terrestrial is about whether to have kids in a time of climate change. And why did you decide to focus on that question? Well, I mean, we like to start with the easiest question. Sure, first, right? sure. So. Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Let's just knock this one out. Ease into this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. No, um, it's it's personal, right? We're trying to make this podcast personal. And I feel like coverage of the environment, um, it's time to just look listeners in the eye and say, here's the agency we have. Here are the choices we can all make. Um, and I'm 33. I'm thinking about having kids. Been married for a couple years. Like, don't know what we're going to do. My husband and I both think about the environment a lot, and I won't say it's our top, top factor in our decision, as it isn't for most people, I will say, but it is one of them. And so I wanted to do an episode that just says, okay, let's look at it from this angle, this universal question. Let's just take it from the environment angle, because that's what we do on Terrestrial. I love the question, and the answers differ. Who did you talk to about this? Uh, so many people. I gathered tape on this episode for more than a year. We talked to... Um, Young couples who are having kids, who have had their first kid, um, couples who are choosing not to have kids. Um, We talked to, I also wanted to speak to people who already have kids and are wondering what the world ahead looks like for their children. And so we talked to a climate scientist, a renowned climate scientist at Stanford, and I asked him, 20 years from now, when my kid's 20, when my hypothetical child is 40, like, what does the planet look like for them? Um, And so got some real science to work in. And then we also just went straight to, um, you know, the controversial and talked to a guy who started a group called the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement Mm -hmm. under the belief that basically humans are bad for the environment and the planet. And we're, he calls us um, a super predator and uh, says that it's time for us to uh, excuse ourselves voluntarily by not having children. Yes. A lot of interesting perspectives. I hung on the entire episode, (laughs) Ashley. I played a little bit of it on on our show recently. It was your conversation with a couple who has decided to have kids, Mm -hmm. even though they know there are climate risks. And the husband said he didn't want to make a family planning decision out of fear. In response, we got this phone call from Daniel in Seattle. I do make my family planning decisions based, uh, at least in some degree, on the state of the environment. And one of your other callers said, I never make a decision that's good based on fear. Well, I don't want to injure any uh, more of the planet if I can avoid it. And I don't want to cause more hardship for more people as well. And that means, you know, as things are heating up and as things are speeding up on this planet, that my small part is by slowing down our reproduction rate. Okay, Daniel thinks protecting people and the planet, that's a fine reason not to have kids. What other responses have you gotten so far? It's been phenomenal. So we started a Facebook group that people can join, just type in terrestrial and ask to join. And um, people there just had a really candid, open conversation about all of the, the spectrum of choices that we all make in this, this one kind of universal decision. Um, I'll read you one. Nathan wrote... Um, this was the exact conversation I had with my now fiance. And I have to tell you, Bill, like there's so many people who when I talk about this episode, their faces just light up and they're like, oh, my God, I was just thinking about this the other day or my husband and I have been talking about this. I did. He said um, it was the most difficult discussion we ever had. I was taken aback by how assumed the idea of having children was by her entire family. And when it came right down to it, their desire to have kids really felt like cultural momentum more than anything personal. It actually almost caused our separation. 
it being the last big conversation we needed to have before committing to an engagement. Mm. So, And then Nathan said, I, I asked him on the Facebook group, I was like, well, so what did you do? I'm on the edge of my seat. And he said, we decided to build an adopted family. Yeah, adoption. That's a very good point. If you don't want to bring new children into a changing climate, why not adoption? A lot of people, you know, spoke up on the group and said, yep, I've adopted. I'm, you know, very happy with their decision, like love their children and um, and also looked at it as a, a potentially better um, environmental from environmentally speaking, a better option. But some other interesting comments about that were, well, if you adopt a child from a developing country, the carbon footprint or the environmental footprint of that child over the course of his or her life in that country will be considerably lower than a child born in the U.S. So there is an environmental component even to where you adopt your children from, which doesn't make it, you know, again, a right or, the, or wrong as to where you get your, your adopted child. It's just another factor that I find really interesting for discussion. Oh, yes. What, a few other responses that interested you? I'll read one from Erica. She wrote on the Facebook group, I think the most important issue here is the issue of choice. Many people don't even realize that not having children is actually a legitimate option. Justify your choices however you need to, but in the end, they are your choices to make and no one else's. That really spoke to me because um, right around the time that I got married, I thought I was going to have kids. We were like doing the baby thing. And then I kind of like stopped for a minute and was like, hold the phone. Like, how do I really feel about this as opposed to just assuming that that was the next step? You know, mm-hmm. you get married, you buy the house, whatever, and you, you do the kid thing. So I it was good to hear from her. And then another really interesting um, response we got from Catherine, she tweeted, Every generation has this question. Mine, Vietnam. My brothers, nukes. My parents, World War II. Their parents, the Depression. Good point. Yeah. So I I think that climate change does represent an existential threat to our species in the same way that people probably were thinking about nuclear war during during the Cold War. And I um, so I don't really have a, a strong answer to that, except to say, well, if it is the existential threat of your generation, then you should probably be thinking about it. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> Talking with Ashley Ahern from the KOW podcast, Terrestrial. Now, I came down sort of where Chris did. Chris tweeted about this. To propose that someone not have kids solely because of climate change is to assume that human ingenuity can go no further. The more people on Earth, the more minds will have to create and implement solutions. Again, I don't know what's right and wrong, but I related to that as sort of an optimistic way to look at how a new life affects the earth. Ashley, whatever your, you know, people's opinions about this, I was interested in how angry some people got that you even asked. What, what's that about? I kind of joke that I like went out into a lightning storm with a lightning rod. Yeah. Like I really, I mean, first of all, I'm a woman and I had the nerve to talk about procreation and choice. Second of all, I talked about climate change, which um, when you're on Twitter, the climate skeptics come out in full force. And mm. I often, I would posit, probably didn't even listen to the episode, which if you listen, I don't come down on either way or tell people what to do. I just explore kind of the personal decision-making process. Mm-hmm. Um, but the vitriol, and I will say from... Um, older white men uh, directed to me on Twitter saying, you know, you probably the gene pool would be better off without you. And, you know, at least there will be less liberals um, if you don't procreate, to which I responded, fewer liberals, fewer, please. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciated <laughs> the general, grammar though. correction. <laughs> yeah. That really lowered the temperature. <laughs> but they say don't feed the trolls. So I haven't been. But uh-huh. it's been interesting to see just how visceral the response is. Last question then, Ashley. You said you made this episode because you're trying to figure this out for yourself. And what have you decided? Uh, Well, I'm one of four. My sister just had her second. I'm really excited right now about being a brand new or second time auntie. Um, And I, you know, I've got a couple more years. And frankly, adoption had never really crossed my radar as a really serious potential option. And I have to say now it definitely is for a lot of different reasons alongside the environmental component. Ashley Ahern, host of the new KOW podcast, Terrestrial. And we are 
of course, tweeting out a link to that new episode right now. And if you want to weigh in on what it means to have kids or not in a time of climate change, that conversation is still going on, right? At yep. the terrestrial. At the Facebook ter- terrestrial. Just type in terrestrial on Facebook. It pops right up and join the group. Ashley O'Hearn, thanks for visiting. Thank you, Bill. It's KUOW's The Record Made Possible by you, the listener.